Hello, 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 and welcome back to season three of Queen Made of Light, the podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra Elise Harris. Wow, I am so excited to be back making episodes again. The journey between my social media break in December to now has been full of some really incredible insights and conversations and realizations that I'm so excited to get into because it heavily inspired the first episode to season three. First of all, I love a social media break. I have this thing where my actions start to tell me when it's time for one more so than my own mind. Back in September, I felt super committed to posting three times a week because one, that's what a lot of social media companies tell you to do in order to like grow your page and grow your following, you know, consistent posting. And, you know, I feel like I believe in this podcast so much that I wanted to commit to doing that. It's a passion project of mine, but it's also quite fulfilling and purposeful. And I know that a huge reason I do this is because I believe we're all on this journey back to ourselves, the selves that are completely unhindered by the should and shouldn'ts of the world. And I like to call this journey finding the light within yourself. And while I'm on this journey myself, I feel like a huge purpose of mine is to help others find their way back to themselves as well. But sometimes that drive doesn't quite align with the fact that I need to be posting multiple times a week to stay committed. Or I need to be constantly watching the internet like it stalks when it comes to finding trending sounds and trending videos so I can be on the wheel with everyone else even though I'm trying to stand out. I realize that I have a huge problem with social media because it actually doesn't align with the way I want to live my life. I think having access to others constantly is overwhelming and we shouldn't be normalizing it. I also think that forcing yourself to do what others are doing and sticking to a niche on social media does a disservice to who you truly are. And when it's time for a social media break, I go from constantly worrying and thinking and planning what I'm going to post to then forgetting about it entirely. I stopped doing simple things like taking pictures of my cute coffee or sharing the book I'm reading because I grow this like deep aversion to the app. (laughs) Also, I have a bit of an obsession with watching videos of influencers who decided to leave the internet. Influencers who became super, super successful and then gave it all up. I think there is a part of me that is seeking this affirmation that this is not the way to live a life. And I struggle with affirming that myself because I tell myself, I could be really good at it. I'm sweet and charming and open and, you know, I could post online and I could grow a following and blah, 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 blah. But in all honesty, I don't want to post about my life all the time. I just want to have engaging conversations and learn how people live their lives and take what I can and give it to others. And that's is my way. So I've had to sort of give myself grace and forgive myself as weird as that sounds for not wanting to fully commit to the life of an influencer. And in doing so, that means really taking control over my podcast in a way that feels right for me. So that being said, today's episode is about deconstructing the waiting season. I realized that I personally have built a negative connotation around calling it that. Calling it my waiting season feels like I'm waiting for some big job opportunity to fall out of the sky and change my life so that I can start living and that makes me feel like I'm telling myself I'm not valuable or worthy of living a beautiful life unless this outside circumstance occurs. 
I think it's important to use time to rest and plan and be ready so you don't have to get ready. But it's also important to honor every season you're in with value and find the beauty in what is currently available to you. Live in the moment of now. By doing this, you can harness the fullness of your life knowing you have more power than you think you do when it comes to your individual happiness. So let's stop putting it in the hands of something or someone else. So today I want to talk about what the waiting season is and how we can deconstruct it and reframe it to make it work better for us. So let's get into it. To me, the waiting season feels like a season of drought. You remember the movie A Cinderella Story where Hilary Duff has that iconic line to Chad Michael Murray, waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought, useless and disappointing. That's how the waiting season feels to me. Revolving your life around waiting for something to happen that you can't control is in fact useless and disappointing. And a lot of us live our lives this way, myself included. We make decisions around outside circumstances that haven't happened yet or will ever happen. Things that we spend time hoping and wishing and praying can happen instead of finding value in the circumstances that we currently have. We plan our entire lives around this because if you're a type A person like me, you love to plan. You actually have the audacity to think that you can plan your life to a T because you just know how it's all going to play out. So when you start to realize that things are unfolding not in the way you planned, you feel like you failed. You put all this pressure on yourself to control not only yourself, but things that happen to you, which is completely unfair. And more than that, completely unrealistic. The waiting season to me shouldn't even be a season. Because what we're really doing is just living our lives. Putting one foot in front of the other choosing to go in a direction, but also being asked to accept the fact that we won't know what will be on that journey. I think calling it the waiting season negatively impacts us because it sort of forces us to look at life as if we're at a standstill. It's like happiness destination, saying I won't really be happy until I get that new job or I won't really be happy until I find someone to share my life with. One of the reasons I did my week in my highest self experiment where I spent an entire week acting as if I already had the life I always wanted. The reason I did this was because I wanted to stop waiting. I wanted to stop having shame over not having the life I desired. So I figured out small ways to make it work. A few weeks ago, my best friend and I took advantage of restaurant week in New York City, which is where you can eat at really fine dining restaurants for a lower or prefixed price. And we both started a new job. So I knew we both had the cash and I wanted to treat us to a beautiful, delicious meal at a beautiful restaurant because I know that is something my higher self wants to be able to do. So we took advantage of this really amazing restaurant was offering a three course meal for $60. And I got to have a really beautiful meal with my best friend. And I was able to give myself that under a budget. (laughs) That feels like a love gesture to show myself that I deserve to live the life I want right now. And I figured out a way to do that that made sense with my current lifestyle. I wasn't disregarding my present situation. I wasn't, you know, 
pretending that I had more money than I actually did. I was honoring where I was with where I wanted to be. And that's what I think the waiting season, calling it the waiting season prohibits us from doing. This season tells us we can't do this until everything is lined up and everything is in order. And telling yourself that every day is so discouraging. It's borderline punishment. It widens the gap between where you are and where you want to be and makes you feel bad that the gap isn't smaller. But the thing is, you are going to spend your entire life where some aspects of it are exactly the way you want it to be and other aspects are not. And that is not a reason to not go out and live the life that you want. We can negotiate things. We can figure out ways to be happy that work for our lifestyles without us having to break the bank or without us having to pretend that we're somebody that we're not. You can have the life that you want in a way that works for you now and also honors where you want to be. You have no reason to feel bad about that. Life is going to life and you're not going to wake up every day saying you are living your dream life, but you can make decisions to get you there. If you are someone who feels like you are currently in your waiting season, it's good to ask yourself why that is and how you can get out of it right now by doing things that are within your control. We actually have a lot more control over our own happiness than we think we do. But sometimes we put it in the hands of other things and other people, which weakens our power and our self-worth. As an actor, we are constantly waiting for someone else's yeses to move forward, waiting for that one director to give us a chance to show what we know we can do. I understand that so wholeheartedly, but I also know that I am a multi-hyphenated artist. I write plays and I write songs and I sing and I act and doing these things brings me so much happiness and purpose. In fact, when I'm not doing them, I often feel lost. That's why it's so important that I do not wait for others to give me the opportunity to do them. Sometimes just singing in the shower makes me feel so free because it reminds me of how much I did that as a child because I just love to hear the sound of my own voice. I shouldn't have to wait for someone to give me permission to hear the sound of my own voice. If you are waiting to do something on this earth that you know brings you so much purpose, find a way to go out and do it, whether that be big or small. You deserve to live your life the way you always imagined it. I encourage you to look around at your own life right now and see what you're waiting on. How can you move forward in a way that makes sense for your life right now? I want to deconstruct the waiting season in a way that makes sense for artists. People who have so much of their hearts to give and constantly feel rejected by that. The people who feel like they're waiting for others to see all the beauty they contain inside of them. Go forward. Do not wait to live in your purpose. Find ways right now to share your heart little by little, either just for yourself or your trusted friends you know will gather you with open arms and see the fullness of your beauty. You know they're out there and so much more worth your time than the opinions of others you barely know. I'm so proud of you for realizing that you deserve more in your life. Now be brave and go out and find it without anyone else's permission. It's okay for your waiting season to be a time of reflection, a time of stillness, a time where you just sort of regroup and reframe how you want to live your life and how do you want to move forward. That is totally okay. 
what I would encourage as well as to make sure that your waiting season isn't being called your waiting season because of something else that you can't control because you're waiting for an approval or you're waiting for a sign or you're waiting for a yes. That is the thing that I really want us artists to stop needing that sort of affirmation to, to figure out that we are worthy of living in our purpose, that we don't need other people to tell us what our purpose is. Actually, no one can tell you what your purpose is, is the thing. You are actually the only person in this world whose approval is most important for yourself and the only person that can tell you how you should be living your life. And so I encourage you to use this season to be active internally if you need to or externally if you need to and to make sure that you're moving forward in the way that is best for you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you felt encouraged, if you felt enlightened, if you felt inspired, please feel free to share it on Instagram and tag me at Sierra Elise Harris or share it with your friends and family. Um, I write these podcasts just as much for you as I write them for myself. And I only hope that they invite people to get quiet with themselves and to become introspective and figure out if they're living their most authentic lives. And if I can help one person do that today, I am most extremely grateful. So thank you again for listening. See ya.